What is up, everybody? Welcome to Take 17 of Take It On, the mental health podcast for young men. I'm Jonah Jacobs, and not as always, I'm in the same place as Reed Milkins, and we've got a couple other cast members here. Reed, say what's up. What's going on, everybody? Great to be back home. Family time, get to see Jones, and our special guest today, Noah. First time on the show. Noah Jacobs. Welcome on. How's it going, guys? Great to be here. Big fan of the show. Even bigger fans of you two. Wonderful, wonderful to be on the pod. Thanks, Nojo. I appreciate it. Uh, It's awesome to be surrounded by family. Being home is great. I didn't realize how nice it would be to have like an extended break from work. It it feels kind of crazy just because I I feel like in in college and especially during uh, COVID semesters, you just have so much more free time that even when you're really, really busy, you can carve out like a couple days in addition to a weekend that kind of feel like a little bit of a break. But when you're working nine to five, eight to five every day since August, it's, it's kind of wild. And so this is, a, it's really nice to just disconnect, not have any kind of work in the back of my mind. And yeah, see my, see my family, see my friends, see my sheepadoodle, Presley, fan favorite, uh yeah reed it's awesome it's awesome how was how were the last couple of weeks of college last couple of weeks have been busy uh, a lot of school wrapping up um but you know sticking to the goals we set out trying to achieve best grades we can made a little deal with my pops we get to go play uh, a fun golf course up in wisconsin if i if i end with a 4.0 so we'll see how that goes regardless always striving to get um best grades i can working hard in school working hard in the gym, sticking to those goals. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been great to get home, spend time with family, get to see you again. Um, and yeah, glad, uh, glad sheep's around too. I miss that girl. That's awesome, man. A four, if I got a 4.0, I would be very worried about losing to my dad in that golf match. Uh, he's not much of a golfer, so <laughs> I'm not too worried. Fair, fair, fair. Um, we got a really special, well, I think it's a really special episode for us. Unfortunately, could not continue our streak of our release every week, as, as you all noticed. Uh, we, had a, we had some life get in the way, an illness, work scheduling, didn't work out, but we've got a ton of content uh, planned from now until, until 2022, which is wild. Bringing in yeah. a take it on New Year, Jeez. that's crazy. But today, we're going to do a little... Take it on Thanksgiving, a little gratitude, a little reflection, kind of being grounded and looking back on the first 16 takes of kind of where where we think we've grown, where we can improve, and really just rehashing some of the really valuable old content. We know we have some new listeners that may not have the time to kind of go all the way back and see some of the, the older content and little tidbits of advice that were brought along the way, but hopefully we can use this, have a couple Maybe we can do this on New Year's too, just like really synthesize yeah. some of the, the lessons we've learned, how far we've come. And it's crazy that we started this like, what, five, four months ago? Yeah. Just before this episode, you're like, hey, well, what take is this? And I had to scroll for a little while to find uh, to find what take we were on, which is pretty cool to see. Um, yeah. No, this is awesome. I'm really excited we get to do this, do some reflecting, some thanking, um, and really just think about where we're taking on has brought us today. Awesome. All right, I'll I'll jump right into it. Um, I would say the biggest mental health struggle that I've I've at least had kind of throughout my life um, for sure has been a sort of general uh, anxiety. 
it's definitely gets inflamed from certain kind of light certain, I just have certain things in my life that really, really bring it out in me. And, or I can just kind of wake up and feel very, very panicked and, and irrational on some days. I've had a panic attack, I think twice in my life and pretty crazy. The first time I thought I was just so, so ill. Uh, and now that I'm watching the Sopranos, it, it totally makes, makes a ton of sense why Tony has those. Um, and what I think is just absolutely nuts. And like this anxiety was just definitely fueled my kind of general mental health awareness and attention. I would say from senior year of high school on and was one of the reasons I wanted to start, take it on, or at least that was kind of my personal interaction. I woke up that day just feeling super, super anxious. And I remember telling you about that. Um, it, since we started take it on, I have just noticed, I can't exactly point to what it is, but I'll, I'll talk about a lot of the content that may have influenced it. I am such a less anxious person. I think about things that have happened in my life that would make me anxious in the last few months. And I mean, of course I have kind of, some things create a general sense of uh, anxiety, but it's more, more like kind of like short-term stress than like kind of chronic and just very acute, intense anxiety that I would think about certain things. I moved to an apartment. I started a full-time job and I can't believe that with those two big transitions, it coincides with what I feel like is kind of my general least sort of anxious mindset that I've had. Dude, that's awesome. I'm very happy for you. That's got to be tough. Not everyone gets to experience such a, a fortunate transition like that. Um, seeing of transitions, I know a couple people in my life are, you know, going through some, some tough times and have made decisions to transfer and make another transition. So, you know, that's, it's a really tough thing to do to be in a position where you feel like you're just so unhappy that you come to a point where you're like, I need to do something about this and actually transfer and go somewhere else for school um so that's that's a really tough choice and you know it takes a lot of strength to be able to do that so you know who you are shout out to you for for making that choice um i'm really happy for you and john's obviously still extremely happy for you in the in the fortunate situation that you're in um a little bit about me um taking it back to our episode with um who did we talk about goals with colton scott Taking it back to our episode with Scott, I remember, I'm not sure whether we published this part, but after the episode, he'd asked me what my goals were for the, the semester with college. And my three goals were to get the best grades I can, to perform the best I can in the gym, and to make the most of my time at school with my friends. Um, and I think, you know, I, I've had some struggles with that along the way. Recently, it's been getting colder, and it makes getting up to go to the gym early less attractive and appealing when it's 28 degrees out and I really just want to stay in my bed and not walk 20 minutes in the cold. Um, but I've been as consistent as ever really killing it in the gym. And I'm really happy about that. And then next with school, I've really been just working hard. I've, I've really been dedicated to my grades and my work and making sure everything's getting done and preparing myself to succeed. Um, and lastly, making the most of my time with my friends. Um, this is something that I kind of struggle with. Um, I've talked a lot about how, you know, going out and partying is not really exactly my style. Um, so sometimes, you know, when I have to make the choice where I'm not going to go partake in that, it's tough. Me and Jonah, prior to the episode, we were talking about kind of what, what FOMO is. And it's not necessarily the, oh, my God, I'm going to miss out on the fun. It's kind of the you're, you're curious about the perception of others. 
um, in your choice. And we talk a lot about not having to worry about that. But at, at the end of the day, you can't just completely block it out. It's it's tough. It's a decision you have to make. And I don't necessarily let it get to me, but it's it's something that's still on my mind. Um, am I making the right choice by not going out? Although I know um, it's not really what I want to do. Um, am I making the right choice? And I think a lot of the time it is. Sometimes maybe it's not. Maybe um, I prioritize uh, one thing over the other for not necessarily the greatest reason. Um, and maybe that's not so in line with my goal of making the most of my time. Um, especially in college when it's a lot about, you know, having fun and whatnot and not everything has to be so serious. Um, I think I get a lot of that enjoyment out of just spending the, the goofy hours with my friends during days and nights where we're just screwing around and doing fun things. I think that's more where I get my enjoyment out of that. I still um, partake in the festivities here and there, just not as um, as much or as as consistent as I either once did or um, is generally considered to be what people do. Brody Reed, there's a lot to a lot to unpack there. I'm going to pick two things that I think I can kind of relate to some of our earlier content, and I think are just interesting to explore in general to your friends or the people you know that are transferring or anyone going through. A transition. I think that our culture really celebrates the positives of transitions a little bit to the exclusion of the, the kind of downsides. And I, I think it really affects how people go into transitions. Um, I was very, very nervous to move downtown, uh, despite feeling so comfortable and confident with my, my social network from high school other friends I know from college, uh, being close to home, it was still just like the, the transition. And anytime I would have that conversation, it wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even do anything I was asked like, oh, are you excited? It's, oh my God, you're going to have so much fun going down there. It's going to be amazing. And it kind of like reinforces the like, oh yeah, like I kind of like, wow, like should I not be feeling these kind of worries or apprehensions when man, the decision to transfer, I mean, going somewhere new. Yeah. I'm sure people would say that is so cool, but there's a lot going on under there and it's totally okay to kind of take inventory of that transition, ease into it and lean into kind of all, all those feelings. Um, and then I think what you said about just kind of just describing your, your growth across um, your goals in the gym and school and, and your social life, I think it just really reinforces, I think one of the biggest takeaways I've had from the podcast and just kind of increasing my mental health and kind of just neuroscience acumen is really just that how, what Scott said, take five, that your mind is a muscle and you can practice something once or twice, feel benefits then. If you get off the track, that's not bad. It's just, of course, not going to be as strong as it would be if you make it a regular practice. What struck me the most was I remember uh, like a week before my, my half marathon, I just had a really bad week. It was like, I was just kind of in the dumps. It was where like some weeks are peaks. This was a really, really like a, a tough, deep Valley. I couldn't ex even explain why. And that was really hard for me. And then I kind of just realized that that's just part of life sometimes is even if you are doing everything you can to prep yourself to feel good, whether for me right now, that's consistently waking up at five 30, which I love. Uh, this alarm clock has totally saved me. I literally feel like a Disney princess waking up. It, it lights up my room 30 minutes before, like gradually increases. 
And then I hear like birds chirping like outside. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, I mean, from the clock, like is the sound, but, but yeah, it's, it's great. So that continually doing that practice, exercising regularly, eating cleaner than I ever have. Let's throw back to take eight with Kevin Curry from fit men cook and Dr. Drew Ramsey from take 15 really changed how I, I approach eating a lot more or a lot less from like a fitness and kind of physically looking good to a like cognitive mental effects. I've since the Ramsey episode and I've really increased the amount of uh, like cashews, almonds, dark chocolate, avocados I eat on a regular basis. I, I, I feel great. Like there's never, um, there's never a time where like, I feel bad from food, which is awesome. Uh, I hate having those like kind of cheat meals or binges and you just noticeably feel worse. Um, and despite kind of eating clean, seeing people doing the things that make me happy, drinking less, saying no and setting boundaries, you'll still inevitably feel kind of, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have your off days because you're constantly reinforcing that muscle. And it's kind of the cumulative effect that I think is really valuable and a lesson that I'm, I'm really happy that Scott reinforced with us early on in our take it on journey. For sure. I mean, being that it's Thanksgiving, I'm just thinking about how thankful I am for a lot of the experience we've been able to have on the show and the conversations we've had. I'm not exactly sure what I would be up to right now if we didn't start this. I think back to, you know, last semester in school where I had discussed again in our episode with Scott um, how I wasn't so proud of myself for just kind of the habits that I had and the way I was approaching school. Um, and I think the, the mentors I've been able to talk with and the lessons I've been able to learn have been incredible and very impactful in the success that I'm now having. Um, again, I think that what you just talked about, how, you know, this is a completely different note, but just wanted to touch on it. You were just talking about all the how, notes, man. Uh, you know, not, not every week's going to be a peak. You're going to have those random Valley weeks. And I think um, this event that I participated in back at uh, our high school, Glenbrook North, we had a speaker come on and he's a men's basketball coach in college. He was, and he was randomly just, you know, he was, he was doing great. And then randomly just depression struck. He was very down in the dumps and he and his wife just combated it. They suck out the, the help that was necessary and got him to do a better place. And now he's going around and, and doing speaking engagements and, you know, being able to participate in that and kind of help facilitate that conversation, tell my story a little bit why I was there. Um, it was a really cool moment for me getting to talk to kids who are in the same position I was in when I was really struggling in high school. Um, and, you know, aside from the impact that we get told here and there from people who yeah sure they really like the show that was a really cool like coming home moment for me totally um and you know with those low weeks you know it doesn't always have to be the most intense of depression or anxiety but if you're just feeling off it's always just a good reminder talk about it with your your trusted friends and families or even just yourself journal about it do anything um just get it out and kind of understand your feelings get to know yourself a little bit better and you know just accept it you don't have to be ashamed of yourself for the way you're feeling just you know make it better and turn that valley into you know a, a less deep valley and, and try and get it back to a peak i love what you're saying it makes me i didn't even write this down but i think the overarching 
lesson that if I could clump everything that we've talked about in almost every episode into one theme, and I think is so valuable for any person to adopt in a mentally healthy way is, is resilience. Everything we've learned and talked about so far has been not, it's been about being cognitively, physically resilient in the face of challenges, because life will always throw stressors your way. And even when it's not, you still need to be resilient in the small things that will, that will throw you off or the fucking massive, massive values, the, the shit that really hits home and is hard. And it's, I like that. I think a lot of our content dispels the notion that you always need to be at your, on your A game. You always need to be the mentally healthiest, physically healthiest, emotionally healthiest person possible that you're always mentally tough. I think it's about kind of how you respond when you're in a state of, of weakness, accepting that, accepting that vulnerability, leaning into it. Um, like going back to take two, when Nick was talking about, you know, whatever happens or an Isaiah, you know, as soon as he hits the ball, can't do anything afterwards. As soon as Isaiah releases the pitch, it's totally out of their control. Everything they did until then is, are the practices and habits that make them mentally healthy and allow them to be, um, just at their prime in whatever sport or activity they're competing in. But if it doesn't go the way they plan, despite all that, you know, all that training and planning, they just are, are resilient in the face of it and they, they continue to do it. I think that Colton really emphasized that as well. Um, having just moments of kind of constant reflection, like where can I find my wins today, I think is an important aspect of resilience. If you don't achieve everything you set out to do, it doesn't mean you you know, like performed poorly. Uh, it just means that you need to kind of, you know, reframe where you maybe came at it with that problem and be resilient in the face of that potential failure. I think Isaac going back all the way from take six, I mean, how, like that, those, con whatever conversations he had with himself in the car, missing two front teeth after like a bender, I, there are a lot of different paths you could go down after that. I feel like it would be so easy to just kind of either shrug it off, keep doing what you're doing and just have it be in the back of your mind and block it out. But he was so resilient in the face of that. And he, I, I without fail, and Isaac, I, I know you're listening and I, I absolutely love these morning texts you, you send me when you'll be up at like 4.30 and I'll get these random inspirational shit for the day. It's, it's awesome. It propels me. It gives me so much energy and, and I really appreciate it. That's awesome. Um, I love the the roundup you just did on some of our guests and some of the great episodes you've been able to put out. Um, I really like the direction this this has gone in, and you know the the kind of message that we've shaped up our intent of taking on. Because you know some of our episodes, the content might be misconstrued a little bit. Not everyone has the same understanding of everything, but I think you know with this vision that we have for what it is and how we feel about it. I hope that if anyone's been confused or if you're listening to this for the first time, I hope you keep it in mind for the episodes that you do listen to um, and, and try and put it in that context. And before, uh, before we wrap this up, I think we should share uh, some things that we're thankful for today. You know, I'm, I'm very thankful um, for my family. It's so great to be home. My mom, dad, sister, my puppy. Um, I love all you guys, my boys at school, 
um, my best friends, always love Julia, love Jonah, Noah, Presley, Jordan. Jackie, Jordan. Let's go, Jay. Yeah. Jordan, you want to come down? Big money. You want to say hi? Say hi, Jay. You're on air. Hi, it's Jordan. Sister Binks, she's probably the most. Sister of co-host Jonah. The most, uh, when I don't talk to my therapist at an appointment, Jordan is my, is my go-to. Somehow a 16 year old turning like 28. It's crazy. She's the most emotionally mature person I think I've ever met. Um, That's awesome, Reed. I, I have a lot to be thankful for as well. And it's almost everything that you described. And I love that. I think a lot of our content reinforces that, you know, about like going back to like what Rabbi Yitz said, just finding your values and really leaning into them, prioritizing them and clarifying them has definitely made me have a much happier, healthier life. Uh, I feel like a lot of my anxiety probably stemmed from making decisions that were fun in the moment, but didn't line up or gratifying, I should say, fun's a little too basic in the moment, but just were a little bit inconsistent with some of my long-term values. Like I love to be social. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a really social person, but I'm at the point where I just can't be my, my level of how social I want to be and the level of how much booze I intake, they can't be the same anymore. Uh, it just goes against too many of my values. And Lately, I've just significantly cut it down in a way that it's it's like I kind of train the mind as a muscle where I have just as fun and don't even really kind of worry or think about it anymore. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my family. I have the best in the world. I'm so grateful for them all every day. I'm thankful for Take It On. I'm thankful for you, Reed. I'm thankful for all my other close friends. I'm thankful for work. I'm so happy to start my career at such a phenomenal company where I feel so, so supported. Um, and this is going to sound so obnoxious, but I'm, I'm all thankful for me. I'm really happy with kind of what, what I'm doing, the goals I have for myself, the, uh, the expectations that I place on myself, the values, and I, I'm committed to, to continuing and, and furthering them. Uh, I love when people will mention that they listen to the podcast, not out of some kind of selfish validation reason, but I'm just happy that our message is getting across that this actually is something that guys are interested in. Last night was out celebrating a birthday. I ran into an old friend, known this guy since preschool. His name's Brian Goldman. Shout out Brian. He tells me that he listens to Take It On and I had no idea. I would never have known. I, I, I like just not in my immediate circle. We haven't spoken since I think last winter break maybe. And I, I, I just think it's awesome that our message is reaching people and it feels needed and whatever content is good for you. I'm, I'm so glad that, that it, it, it's found an audience and I'm glad we're making, making the world a better place. Before we wrap up, I do want to make sure that we play a game of take it on trivia with our guest. No, Joe, I know, I know you're going to have good answers to this. Absolutely. But I can't prepare. Okay. Awesome. All right. No. So what, 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 what's your favorite, what's your favorite music or what are you Artists. listening to right now? Artists, songs, it can be all of the above. My favorite song at the moment is a Beatles song. What is it? Day in the Life. I like it. Um, Artist, I think always going to be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've been listening to more of Fleetwood Mac lately, but 
chili peppers I think are always going to be number one. Great pick. What have uh, what have you been watching lately? You're trying to put me onto a new show. Peaky Blinders for both of you and for the audience in general. <laughs> Unreal show, great character. Tommy Shelby's the man. A lot of Joan and Reed in him. Oh boy, <laughs> parts. Yeah. yeah, highly recommend. Thanks, Nocha. Uh, what's your who are your role models? Um, I think I have a few role models. I would say. Both of you guys are definitely role models of mine. I'm lucky to have some of my best friends as my role models, both very hardworking, determined people with, you know, great heads on their shoulders that are orient- oriented themselves to very positive goals in life. Um, you too, bro. I promise we didn't pay him to say that. <laughs> Tony Stark, fictional character, is definitely a role model of mine. Um also a very determined human being with a lot of drive um never ashamed to be the smartest and cleverest person in the room um like can't forget Lavoli. Lavoli, let's <laughs> kick them out of here what about little snitch <laughs> i love let tattletale nate nate's gonna love that i'm such a lebron hater uh and noah do you have any any words of wisdom a quote or a mantra you kind of like to yeah, live by okay. sort of um based off what you guys were going on earlier about resilience um i think it's inevitable just every day something something bad or unfortunate goes your way something you weren't planning i think that's an inevitable part of life every hour every day something is not going to go your way that's inevitable what's not inevitable is your response to that and I think you guys did a great job highlighting that how you respond to negative things is what determines the direction you go from there and I think that's as important as anything in life I love that I think that's a little nod to coach Gia e plus r equals a yes sir shout out coach Gia friend of the the show Love it. Love it. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Thanksgiving take. I hope you all have an amazing time with friends and family or whoever you're celebrating with and be grateful, be grateful for all that you have. Uh, Life is so incredible. And yeah, this has been a take it on Thanksgiving. We are out of here. Doses. Doses. Let's go. Nice.